Good morning, Teach Better team. Happy Tuesday. It is Tuesday, May 24th. This is your daily drop-in. I'm not sure if you can hear him. My dog's going ballistic upstairs. My mic's probably picking it up. I've got my good friend, our good friend Joshua Stamper here with us. We're excited that you're here. If you're watching live, drop in the comments. Let us know what you're drinking this morning. What are you getting ready for? Are you going to school? Some people might be done with school already, so that'd be interesting to know. Uh, I'd love to also know what's on your coffee cup. Josh, we're going to look at his as soon as we get back. Uh, we're going to talk. We got. Uh, we're going to talk about our, our theme for the week. We're going to get into a good news story, share some holidays, get into Josh's head a little bit. But we're happy to be here. Um, just getting your morning started off. Or if you listen later on Teach Better Talk podcast, we're happy you're here as well. So grab your fill, your refill of coffee or tea or whatever you drink in the morning, and join us. We'll be back in just a few seconds. <laughs> Good morning, good morning. We're live today for Daily Drop-In. We are on Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, Twitch, and LinkedIn. We've got our good friend Joshua, double underscore stamper, with us today. Josh, how are you, my friend? I'm awesome, man. Anytime with you, especially in the morning. You know, that's what I try to tell people, but... (laughs) You seem to be like the only one who's getting it, you know? I don't know. Well, I'm Team Jeff. I mean, I always have been, so, you know, got to represent. Wow. Does Ray know? (laughs) Well, thankfully, she's she's far, far away right now. She's probably not even watching. Dave and I did this yesterday. It's like the mid-afternoon there. Like, she could very easily be watching right now. I didn't think about that. I didn't think about the time change. Oh, man. Uh, anyway, uh, no, it's a good Tuesday. Excited to have you here. I know you're, you're going to work after this. You're about to wrap up. How yeah. far are we from the end of the year? How many days you have left with kids and such? No, we're done with kids. Kids are done. Kids are done. Oh, yeah. Well, so in Texas, summertime to the kids now in Texas. I know my kids right now are sleeping. They, they have no care in the world. They're, they're not going to wake up anytime soon. Good so, them. yeah. So it's, you're done. How long good. do you, how, how long does staff have? So yeah, the teachers are done too. So um, wow, okay, yeah. So they they have the option of either staying late on Friday or coming in Saturday morning for okay. a couple hours just to kind of like wrap up everything, and then they go into their summer break. So right now it's just myself, the counselors, and and a couple additional support staff. But yeah, so we're we're true very or false. small. True or false? After the kids and teachers are gone, does the 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 admins? then like run around to school hooting and hollering like out of excitement or are you like somber in your offices no there was pretty there's some excitement for sure yeah i'm not gonna lie this was a tough year so i think everyone was just glad to wrap it up and uh-huh. to go into summer and, and you know rejuvenate god wow okay what's what's on tap for the stamper family this summer i know you guys do a lot of you do some travel you do travel you like to go camping um, things of that nature. What's any big plans for the summer? Yeah, for sure. Other we, than that third week of July. Well, which, I don't know if I can talk about that, but you can absolutely a, talk about that. Well, the Teach Better team is going to have a retreat, and that going on. the the team is coming together for the first time ever, and we've grown quite a bit. It's much bigger. Yes. Yeah. So uh, I'm, we are, I'm excited. We are going to hike. 
<laughs> so you'll love it. Perfect. Like, we're going to go like easy hikes, but we're going to yeah. hike. There's some waterfalls. There's some really beautiful. It's a beautiful spot that we're going to. So. Yeah. But what are you guys doing any camping this summer? For sure. So we'll we'll head up to Colorado. So that's okay. kind of our, our thing every summer that we we go up there. Um, we have some family to stay with and we go out into the mountains and explore. So that's that's the big thing we've mm-hmm. we, we've got um, quite a crew. So we're we're going to be hiking in and camping for a little bit. And then we'd like to do some spontaneous trips during the summer too. So uh, last year we just kind of picked up and headed over to Alabama off the coast there. And so we're, we're kind of trying to figure out what, what we're going to do for, for a spontaneous trip this summer too. Now when you go to Colorado, is it, are you camping like in tents or do you find mm-hmm. a, yeah. So you're like yeah. legit. We're legit. Yeah. So we, I know some people, you know, have campers and things like that, but we, we just bust up. Yeah. Bust up the tents and, um, we've got our kids trained pretty well. So everyone's kind of got their roles and jobs to set oh, up yeah. camp and break it nice. down. So, I mean, we've hit some pretty nasty storms, um, yeah. before, you know, so we've had to break down camp pretty fast and it, it's fun. I mean, the kids love it. It's, you know, outdoors. I, I know that's kind of the theme this week, but mm-hmm. I mean, my, I don't know about your kids, but when my kids are outdoors away from electronics and away from just kind of the rat race of life, I mean, they're a lot more free flowing, the attention span is a little bit better they're happier they get along more i mean we we do see a difference and so it's as a family it's it's a very enjoyable time we do as well we don't camp necessarily as much i mean we do with like with boy scouts and stuff but like when we go to canada to to the cottage it's all Mm -hmm. solar power we don't have you know so you don't have electric you know you're not using electronics you're not you don't have cable uh, internet or anything like that right so you just enjoying the other like other ways to enjoy life right which is exploring around you know fishing swimming whatever or you know the most uh the closest we get to like uh games gaming or anything is like games like board games Mm -hmm. or card games stuff which is just different so um, yeah same thing they get they they seem to get along better that way so is it one big tent or do you have like do the kids have their own like do you have like your own little community basically because there's a lot of you there's a lot of us. So you but guys we have can two, have we, a lot of tents. We have two tents, yeah. So okay. most of the places that we stay uh, won't re- allow more than two tents. So we've kind of got it broken okay. down. So there's a larger tent, more of us fit in. So, so you typically um, find like a place that would, so you have like your own spot that you reserve mm-hmm. and you go there or whatever. You're not just like yep. randomly picking a spot in the woods or whatever. No, we like to plan it because, you know, there's other amenities that are <laughs> needed also. Sure, sure. So, yeah. Or, yeah. you know, like there's certain... Uh, state parks that we like go go to in texas that you know there's there might be a river or a lake or something like that and we want to be close to that so yeah we try and pick um something for that um yeah but usually we're you know packed up we have to hike a little bit to to get to the campground mm-hmm. you know it's not just straight from the car you know to the site so I'd like yeah. to you know try and be as outdoorsy as possible i mean within reason um because we we do have six kids so it's a lot it's a lot of kids, man. Like, it's a lot, lot of kids. kids. I know. I'm, it's a fleet, really. Let's, let's I have honest. two, and I'm like, that's three times as many. Yeah. Never a dull yeah. day in the Stamper household. <laughs> tell you that I much. Bet, yeah, that's good. <laughs> uh, good morning to those dropping in saying good morning this morning. Yes. Um, or saying dudes. Uh, that's Schnexer. Uh, oh, what's up, Shane? Becky, who is going to be on on Thursday. Mm-hmm. Uh, when our th- and with our theme being outdoor learning, uh, she's excited. She texted me yesterday, and guess what she texted me, Josh? What's that, dude? No <laughs> joke. That's how that's how Becky and I text each other. Is like 
I don't know why, but there's a certain way I can read the dude that lets me know. And she doesn't have to put it in like an exclamation point. Period. It does. I can read it, and I'm like, yeah. ah, she's excited, or oh, she's upset, or yeah, hey, she's yeah. And and, I th- and I'm hoping she can read the same way when I type dude. Uh, so so that's she's exciting. saying she's super hyped right now. Which she is. She is super hyped. Yes, I, I know. I don't know if is. there's a better person to speak about this topic than her. Honestly, you, well, considering Dave and I basically just talked about her yesterday, um, quite a bit. I think that's a pretty clear sign. So yeah. Uh, good morning, Bree, as well, and Patty. Good to see you again this morning. Representing YouTube over there, I love it. It's awesome. Um, Josh, are you? Let's see. We talked about your camp and stuff. You're yeah. you're wrapping up your school year. Um. But you certainly don't stop don't stop your work at all because you also do a little bit of work for us. I do. Um, yeah. Break down your role for us because I think people know you, but I'm not sure everyone knows exactly what you do for us on the team. You do quite a few things, so like you can rattle off all the stuff. Um, yeah, but tell us what you do for the team. Well, I mean, main thing is the podcast network. So building that, you know, I had the pleasure of, of starting from ground zero with that project. And mm-hmm. now we've got 40 podcasts. Is it 40 now? Yeah. Wow. So not, we don't have 40 on the website because we're onboarding some. some okay. Books, but, okay. Um, we do have 40 that are a part of the network right now. So yeah, to go from seeing it from its creation to nothing really to where it is now is, is pretty, you know, spectacular. And, you know, the projects that we're working on now, um, you know, we're doing the podcast summits here coming up and, you know, mm-hmm. we've done masterminds before. Um, just love building that community and, and seeing like where it's yeah. gone from. Um, that's pretty fun. And then also the swag store. I, I do a lot of design work for items in the swag um, store for the TCP team. So, you know, if you're if you're looking to represent, you know, make sure you, you jump on there, uh, check out some of the items. But yeah, I love designing. I don't know if a lot of people probably don't know this, but I was a graphic designer before I was an educator. So mm-hmm. um, that's that's in my background and something I love to do. Something I still get to do, obviously, with the Teach Better team, but then also with my own podcast. So love working on design work. Um, you know, and I kind of fill in, you know, on lives. I, you know, jump in sometimes with the Leadership Mastermind. Um, obviously, the conference is coming up. So working yep. on podcasters row for that podcasters row for that. Yeah. So, um, can we, can we say how excited we are for, uh, October? I don't know about you, but we can, we can talk about whatever Ooh. you want. My friend, you are, you are leading the way today right now. I don't know. I, I'm pretty psyched about it. every time I get yeah. thinking about October. <laughs> like, I know you're excited. Like you seem like extra now. Now I'm really interested in like, what's got you going right now. But like, I mean, I'm excited too. I just like, well, just, you know, thinking about the, you know, we're done with the years. So like doing some reflection yeah. and, you know, the battery is a little bit low thinking about recharging, like mm-hmm. what a better way than to get around some amazing educators and see like friendly faces. And I, I just keep thinking about 2019 and this is like on a grander scale and like just a beautiful facility that we're going to be at in mm-hmm. Ohio and the podcast row is going to be bigger. Like everything is just kind of, like, I feel like everything's kind of just extra like it's just a little bit a little bit bigger yeah yeah how many do we have right now for podcasters row so we've got we have like do we have 10 now 10 right now 10 right now yeah Um, and that's growing so teachbetterconference.com and you can go up if you click on the sponsors you can you can submit there to be on podcasters row so break down podcasters row for us like what that is at the conference like we did it in 2019 there was just four or five of you there were four, yeah, four. Um, and and you were one that was actually like really what really brought you in to the team then because yeah. we started talking more afterwards. You released episodes. You and I started doing the the bonus up the swat uh, the the uh, mailbag episodes. Yeah. That's kind of what started all this. But 
But uh, break down like what's what that means. Like if I don't know what podcasters row is at the 2022 Teach Better Conference, what does that mean? What should I be thinking about? Do I why do I care? I guess is the is the question. Well, you should care because you might be on some podcasts. <laughs> it's amazing. It's amazing space. So what what we're gonna have is like this very very large room. It kind of looks like a STEM room, um, mm-hmm. but it's gonna have podcasters at different tables and um, podcasters and are gonna be asking folks to come in and, and to interview them. And obviously it's a different format for different shows, but you know, the main thing is that, you know, at the 2019, which was so much fun was that folks were there presenting, but they had never been on a podcast before. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, either they came up to the tables and asked to be on the podcast or the podcaster would go to them and say, Hey, you know, I was a part of your session or, you know, I was attending your session. You did an amazing job. Do you mind sharing about it um, on my podcast? And, they would just sit down and we'd have conversation and then you got the buzz in the background of, of the conference. And it was just a really fun setting because you got to meet new people mm-hmm. and learn a little bit about themselves. It, they weren't long, you know, podcast episodes, but, you know, it still gave you an opportunity to share some really impactful insight from folks that don't usually get to, you know, have a voice on that platform. So, you know, for, for us going forward, I'm just super excited to have folks to experience that. And um, we're going to, you know, potentially do some live events. And I mean, we're, we're going to kind of ramp it up. But, you know, I think the main thing is that, you know, people should definitely, you know, go over to that space, check it out. Even, yeah. you know, some people um, last time at 2019, they didn't even know what really what a podcast was all about. And they started to watch the process. And I know some podcasts came directly from that experience from just watching other podcasters, you know, create in front of them. So mm-hmm. that was super exciting to see, like, there's some people on the network that they have a podcast because of the 2019 teach bear conference. And that's, that's pretty fun to, that's to think cool. about. Yeah. Yeah. It's really cool. Um, I think what's cool, what's cool is all those recordings that are, that are happening that they're all done. I mean, and they're done live there at the conference, right? So you get the sort of ambience of the conference, but it is a really cool setup this year. We're excited to see um, how that works. And, uh, I just had it when you're talking about that. I'm like, oh, yeah, because people might not know what podcast is. I'm like, we should do a thing where like people come and sit and watch and like, one of the podcasts literally put up projector screen and edit an episode. That'd be cool. So you can see, you know, like how, like what are the tools you use? How do you do this? How do I go from recorded to published? And what does that look like? Mm-hmm. Yeah. The process anyway, for sure. Kind of cool. So Elijah says he's super stoked. We're super stoked that Elijah is. Yeah. I assume. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Elijah's podcast is on there. He's, right. he's, yeah. he's, he's definitely coming. I was going to say, hopefully he's coming, but he's definitely coming. He's definitely um, so Bree's taking notes. So that's good. Uh, so now we're going to figure out how to do that. <laughs> um, so just touching on it since we're on the conference thing, uh, with teachbetterconference.com has all that you can register right now. Uh, you can also come be a podcaster. You can also, um, uh, be a sponsor if you have if you have your own thing going on, and also if you have if you are an author, we have a bookstore, so you can go to right. that. It's also under sponsor. There's a bookstore you can apply to be in the bookstore. We're gonna have an uh, awesome bookstore with I don't know how many books, but a lot of books uh, that people are gonna be able to purchase there. And if you're an author, we'll take care of all the sales and everything for you, so you can just enjoy the conference and do all that. So uh, and Bria's dropping links in the the comments on Facebook, so if you wanna. Um, go there to check out the, the website and stuff like that. So super excited. We do, we are going to be announcing soon with also within the next 30 days, we'll be announcing um, you're going to start seeing more of the uh, selected speakers. So the proposals did close a couple weeks back. We've been going through all that, been doing that. We're about to notify them this week. 
That was a big so process. if you submit a proposal, you'll you'll note this year yeah. or this week. Sorry. Um, so that's going to start coming out and you'll start seeing people. Hopefully people are excited about it and celebrating it. And you'll start learning about who else is going to come in, which means the schedule is going to be forming and be, getting confirmed. So I would say by probably by the end of by the end of June at the latest, probably before that, the, the schedule will get fairly finalized there might be some additional sessions here and there and stuff but you have a good idea of what the conference is going to be so it's getting exciting it's getting also getting terrifying i was gonna uh, say it is a I lot it's buddy. a lot like it's a lot going on right and then you're like oh man i hope people show up right so you never know um but it's gonna be really exciting it's a, it's a bigger venue than last time um not massive or anything like that but it's a really nice venue there it's a mm-hmm. it's actually the national inventor hall Ventures Hall of Fame STEM Middle School, which is part of Akron Public Schools. And it's a really cool middle school because it used to be the National Ventures Hall of Fame. Yeah. And so it's got, you know, it's multiple floors. It's got a unique just layout and design and stuff. There's like a lot of staircases and elevators and all kinds of Love it. It's just a cool, cool setup. So it's gonna be a lot of fun. So yeah. Anyway, that's fun. That's exciting. Um, I do want to get into talking about our um our theme this week, which is outdoor education, which worked out really, really well because you shared with me before we came on that your 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 wife is currently running an outdoor program with your kids, and we're going to dive into that. So we're going to yes. we're going to learn more about that. So if you need to do a quick fill up, get that done. This commercial is only like nine seconds long, so it has to be a real quick fill up. But uh, you know, do what you can. I was able to fill up my coffee. It was really crazy. I just, I have a, a, an assistant over here. I just do this and he fills it up. Thank you. I need and to get one of those. That's good to go. You really do. Um, that's so not the, the way case you here. do that, Josh, is two things. One, you get a little bit, you got to really work your imagination and then you have to learn how to lie to the camera. Oh, I see. And see, so I do this. There's no one over there. I'm just lying to all of you. Okay, here we go. Making. Oh, thank you. See, gr- I believed you. Like, okay successful lie hey we're back with daily drop and we're live on facebook youtube twitter twitch and linkedin lying to you about our coffee assistants um which, <laughs> how cool would that be that'd be pretty cool like i, like, I really would love to have an assistant that that's like all they did was just bring me coffee <laughs> and ray talks about this and brad and ray talk about this a lot of time on fridays but that would be great um if anybody's looking for that role at the conference i would love to have an assistant at the conference who just gets me coffee all day long that's dangerous uh and you would get a free registration to the conference. of course you wouldn't be able to go to any sessions you'd have to be by my side the whole time getting sure. the coffee right but like you'd be able to hang out and stuff so you know anyway um <laughs> so this theme the, the the theme this week is outdoor education um and i didn't we didn't i wasn't aware of this i don't think anybody was aware of this when you when we booked you for for this week but um you were telling me before that you guys are running an outdoor program or lesson or something with your kids so explain to me like so you have a couple of your kids i think three of your kids that you yeah you do that your your wife probably well, I, we'll say your wife it's not really you it's just her. it's not me it's it's just less like yeah it's so do me. that so tell us about that tell us the, uh what they're doing and how that's how they're how they're taking it and and sort of what how you guys are using the outdoors there of course so which for your family makes so much sense yeah well <laughs> and does. to give a little bit of context and some background so you know, we have three of our boys that are homeschooled right now. And the reason for that is just because of, you know, the pandemic and, and just some of the health concerns that we mm-hmm. have at home. So um, Leslie, thankfully, is able to do homeschool with them. And so, you know, it's similar to what we were talking about with camping before, Jeff, is that the boys just do so much better outdoors. And what yeah. better way to, to 
you know, have them engaged than to be hands-on and, and to be outside. And so Leslie found this amazing program that's nearby where there's a, there's a, there's a state park that they go to, that they're able to go through, you know, science curriculum, but it's outdoors and it's specifically meant to do that. So that way, you know, not only the teaching and the lessons, but then also like the experiments and things like they're yeah. able to get out um, and explore the space. And then I think that's the most important piece because it's one thing to learn at home at a desk or at a table, but it's another to actually go out into the environment. And, you know, Schnexer talks about this all the time. You know, she, she built her own outdoor classroom yeah, you know, specifically yeah. for this. And I can't wait for her session with you all, but um, you know, it's just, it's different to, you know, see it in a book or to see it in your hands, you know, and be there, yeah. you know, live. So um, I think that's the the main thing was that, you know, Leslie wanted to make sure that we we're changing up the environment and making sure that they were having hands-on experiences. And I think it's, it's powerful. I think honestly, every school should have something where you have outdoor education in some form. And we we've experimented with that on our, our campus where we've really pushed, especially last year with the pandemic, you know, we didn't want kids to be indoors all the time. So, you know, yeah. we explored it. Um, we have a courtyard in the middle of our campus. So, you know, there's trees and things in the middle of our building. Um, and so we literally just booked teachers, you know, we just had a schedule all day, like what teacher wanted, what period to go out there to take the class out. Mm -hmm. And one, it was because we wanted them to be able to take off their mask and be outside and be safe. But also it was a chance to, you know, change their environment. And our kids at school, we saw honestly a, a difference in their behavior. And so then we started to do that even for lunches. We started to open up different spaces to get kids outdoors because, you know, it was time for them to unwind, to be able to socialize, you know, in the cafeteria for most cafeterias, it's like sit down and stay there and eat. It's loud. It's it crazy. really loud. It's, and it's, it's crazy. Yeah. And some of our kids, it was overstimulating, mm -hmm. you know, and they, they didn't want to be in that space. They want to go anywhere, but there. So, yeah. you know, it gave those students an opportunity to go outside and, you know, it's a little bit quieter. Um, but then also, you know, for the students that have like ADHD and they need to move and they need to mm -hmm. be active, you know, it gave them a chance to go outside, um, to walk around and, and to communicate with their friends without getting in trouble because most yeah. of the time at school and I was this way, you know, I get in trouble all the time because I didn't want to sit down for eight hours, you know, and mm -hmm. every time I did something, it was like, stop standing up, <laughs> sit down and, and being told that like 50 times a day, like, that's pretty defeating. So you know, trying to find opportunities for kids to, to get up, to move, um, and, and to get out into, you know, at least the, the outdoors, it's not like forest around our school, but at least it gave them an opportunity to, to change environments and, yeah. you know, be able to move a little bit. And Dave, Dave and I touched on that yesterday, talking about this, how, like, even just the, just taking it from indoor to outdoor and changing the environment can do have such a positive impact. Even when, mm -hmm. you, even if you're doing the same lesson, the same stuff, but you're doing it outdoors, the change can be just such a positive thing. So, and then you can obviously take it from there to be uh, more immersive into the outdoors and using mm -hmm. the outdoors, you know, for it. But, uh, and, and so that's what going to, you said it was, it's connected with the state park, which is awesome. So is it, is the curriculum through the state park or is it the curriculum that you use that has a, a partnership with the state park? Like how does, yeah, they have they have a curriculum that, you know, is associated with it. So, okay. yeah. So it's nice for Leslie because she's obviously got material here, but she's able to kind of connect it with what they're also. So it, it's kind of taking two curriculums and, and kind of blending mm -hmm. them together. And you, um, But using specific stuff that that park has mm -hmm. so that they can really Correct. get immersed into the environment yep. and stuff. Yeah, that's really yeah. cool. 
And then there's also the socialization socialization piece because there's other kids there and, mm -hmm. you know, they oh, get yeah. to, you know, do experiments together and, you know, um, where here they would just have their, you know, brothers to sure, do it sure. with, but they yeah. get to meet other students. So um, that's, that's amazing. Great. Yeah. I want to, not to take this a different direction, but, you know, um, I was also thinking, you know, the outdoor piece is like when my students are, you know, as administrator, you know, I have to deal with students making poor choices all the time or being really escalated um, with their emotions. And so sometimes I, what I found was if I took them outdoors to have a conversation, mm -hmm. they actually de-escalated quicker than if I was to take them into the office. And so, yeah. So I, so some of my practice now is that I would just ask them if they want to go outside with me and then we take a walk around the building Gets, and gets them out of the space where they were frustrated or angered or whatever. Yes. It's there's fresh air. It's just a different thing. That's no fluorescent lights. I mean, like there's, there's yeah. a lot of things I was starting to think about and breaking that down of like how to potentially to deescalate a student. And, and that was one of my tactics. And honestly, buddy, it, it helps quite a bit to get them outdoors. So any administrator listening, if you got an escalated kid, try it. Just, I, want, I want you to. That's a, that's a unique take on how outdoor learning, like, I mean, for the behavior piece, that's really cool. Uh, Schnexer is going crazy. Uh, she's loving this. Uh, can you remind us, Josh, for everyone, where you're located, maybe what that park is, uh, what the what the. I don't know, you know the park. I okay, think well, McKinney, I think but... I think Becky's gonna need you to maybe email her. Let her. Know. I, I will do that. She'd love to see that curriculum. Of uh, course, Becky loves finding those those partnerships and ideas so that she can continue to share that stuff out. Patty, I'm gonna bring this up too because she says uh, her friend's taking her science class and combined with art hasn't learned about what what waste goes at, yes. into all the school drains. Then they paint storm drains for awareness. Oh, that's cool. See, okay, I love, so as like, an art teacher, the... I used to. Do so that that's what I love about like that, I love that, that that was perfect, Patty, because like. A lot of times, I think when you think outdoor learning, your mind goes to science, mm -hmm. nature. But again, you can do so many other things. You can combine them outside because she's good. That 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 process is combining uh, nature and and the you know society and how we affect things, but also the art piece and and awareness and and that's I love it. So can I go down the art piece? Because yeah, I'm, go. I'm yeah. gonna start geeking out if I geek can talk out, about my art. friend. Geek out. So b before being an administrator, I was an art teacher. And so that was another thing I love to do is to take my classes outdoors. And we'd actually make art from nature, from the environment. So okay. we couldn't, you couldn't, like the kids couldn't damage anything. It had to be like something that was like free falling. So sure, like rocks, sure. grass, um, dead leaves, dead sticks. It, it, they couldn't like destroy You couldn't anything. go cut down a tree. No, they trust me. They wanted very, to. Yeah, They wanted That's to, but... <laughs> <laughs> so it was a way to, like i would find artists that had um natural sculptures and, and things and give them examples and okay. then say like i'm only sharing a little bit of this but then you need to go out find your materials and, and build something a sculpture of some sort but only with mm -hmm. natural the natural environment That's and then cool. they would take a photo of it because obviously you know weather and whatnot would destroy it after a while um so then they'd actually have that as what they would turn in. So it was a digital form of a sculpture that they created. Gotcha. Okay. Um, or we go out to, you know, other places. We had like a cemetery that wasn't too far that we would take potentially photographs, um, go on nature walks. And, you know, they had to have their cameras with and they would have to, you know, take the photos and then replicate the photo later on whatever medium that they were working on. So, okay. you know, trying to find ways to get them out of class and, find something that they wanted to um, reproduce. So um, any way that I could get them out was, was a good day. And not only for them, for, for myself too, as a teacher, you know, it's just a little, little bit better of a day when you get to go out in nature, mm -hmm. fresh air. Um, 
and the kids, they always like were begging me, like, can we go outside to go find something to, you know, take photographs on, or we would uh, actually take these large boards and the kids would um, do still lives outside too. So they okay. would just set up somewhere and then they would just look and whatever was in front of them is what they had to draw. Um, you know, so just trying to find any way to, to get outside um, as much as possible. Okay. We're getting lots of comments. So Elijah said you need to talk to his, uh, his wife, Tracy, who she's a middle school art teacher with hopes to work as an administrator. Ooh, oh. Josh is definitely the one to talk to for that. Cause that is a unique route. Actually, I love book. that. Where's my book? But, one of those, right? <laughs> It's it's over your that shoulder. <laughs> that shoulder. Um, it's for that also leader. talks about me going from art an art educator to administrator too. So ah, that's exciting. Um, I was going to ask a question. Now I completely lost where I was going to go with it because you took went down the art route there. Um, it's super cool. I love that we're able to. I just love that we're exploring this, especially the art route. That was really cool. Um, I love the nature thing. That's what I love is the the idea of utilizing. Uh, the natural elements to create art it's yeah. so cool i had that's what i was gonna say uh my neighbor two doors down is an art teacher and during the pandemic he realized really quickly as many teachers did that not all of his students had what they needed to do yep. art projects at their house and so sure. he started going okay how do i do that and he created it he changed up everything he did and he's been he was like he's like three years from retirement so this was like messing up his world he's just been like in cruise control for a while and he's like he had to start thinking how do i do all the stuff i was going to do with them just using things that they can go find like yep. grass and yep. mud and rocks and, and things like that. And he's, and he said it was crazy because he just thought differently, um, mm -hmm. which is really cool. I think that pandemic uh, silver line and did that way. It made us really get out of our comfort zone and think through things. But anytime we can combine that uh, there's so much, I feel like we're exploring so much here today of, of all the different ways that using the outdoors can, can be, can, uh, have an impactful experience on your students. That's not just, Hey, let's go sit underneath the sun, but let's mm -hmm. go explore. Let's, yep. let's go figure out how, how do we do art here? How do we create art out in there, out in the wilderness? How do we use the wilderness or the outdoors to create art? Like it's really cool. Um, so I'm loving it. I think he's going to be excited. I know Becky's excited, which means Thursday's going to be even better. Uh, <laughs> it's going to be a good time. Uh, we do have some good news, uh, stories. I have a good news story for us. And when we have some holidays to celebrate as well. So let's, um, let's jump into those real quick. Cool. Welcome back to Daily Dropping. We are live Monday through Friday at 7 a.m. Eastern Time here on Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, and Twitch. I've got Joshua Stamper with me this morning. We're talking outdoor education we're talking art we're talking camping we're talking podcasts we're talking conference we're going all over the place we're talking josh's book that he can't find behind him it's been a good morning so far we're talking lying about coffee assistance we're all over the place um it's been a good time um josh you are the you are the guest so um do you want to go to the good news story first or to holidays first you get to choose which way we go I love holidays. Let's do holidays. Holidays. Okay. Well, I hope you love breakfast. I love breakfast. Because today is uh, Endless Breakfast Day. It's actually a celebrate uh, a celebration of Denny's Endless Breakfast. They're <laughs> all-you-can-eat breakfast at an unbeatable price. I just realized that now, too. Um, how do you feel about flying and aviation? Yeah, love flying. Um, I think I think we can all agree that a very important aspect of that and important person in that process is the... Uh, the technicians and the maintenance guys that guys and gals that work on those planes to make sure we don't 
you know, follow uh, this guy. Agreed. So today is National Aviation Maintenance Technician Day. Okay. So kudos to them. If you're flying, make sure you give those guys an extra salute or high or wave or something. Or buy them breakfast. Or buy them, or buy them an endless breakfast, which we, although endless breakfast might prevent them from fixing the plane because they get so into that delicious endless breakfast at a great price that they forget to, to keep your plane running. So I don't know. I want my technicians full, man. I don't know about you. That's, I, want them, I want them full and satisfied <laughs> with their breakfast. That's that's a good point. Um, are you a fan? Do you cook much? Who does cooking in your household? Is it you or does Leslie do all that? We, we're pretty. You split back even, and forth. Yeah. What's yeah. your like go to? It, it really is breakfast. It, it is breakfast. Was because I like the kids know like when it's the weekend because I always cook breakfast Saturday and Sunday. So really, anytime I'm off, like if I'm what, home in the morning, I'm cooking breakfast. Is the go to like pancakes and eggs and like that, or do you do you have like a specialty? Like do you do like a casserole? French, or? French toast, um, French toast, omelets. Okay. I mean, there's okay. there's got to be some bacon involved, sausage. I mean, there's got to be some type of like okay. breakfast meat that's involved too. So uh, yeah, we eat pretty hearty around here. Yeah, breakfast time is for real when Dad's home. I think uh i'm thinking the uh the uh the men's cabin at the uh team nice. retreat needs to have some bacon in it uh, uh most definitely <laughs> so anything any of your breakfast dishes come with asparagus by any chance no well, we might have to Give change it up because today is actually national asparagus day okay uh so <laughs> i i'm pretty sure I've had it before, but if you wrap asparagus in bacon, it's delicious. Okay, I, I will agree <laughs> with that. Pretty much anything with bacon, I mean, it's going to be I mean, yeah, that's really what it is. Um, it's also National Brothers Day. Call your brother and tell him you love him, even though he'll say you're weird afterwards, which is exactly how my <laughs> brothers would respond. I'm the youngest of three, so I guess I'll have to say something to my brothers. I don't know. I don't have a brother, so... You're, you're the today. closest thing you, I got, Jeff, to a brother. You call so. me today, buddy, and you tell me that you love me, and then I'll tell you that you're weird. Okay. Uh, today's also National Cater Caterers Appreciation Day. Which, by the way, can I just say, and this is like legit, like this is how I always feel, not just because today's a special day, but like I don't think caterers get enough respect, man. What they have to do. Not at like, all. You get your, you, you see, like when I go to like a wedding, like and it's like because I DJ weddings and stuff like that, like you got like a good a good buffet, and, like they get tables through quickly and everything like that, like. Yep. And you're like, wow, all right. These people give up their Friday and Saturday nights to do this, and they rock us in and out of here. But uh, so kudos and, and thank you to all the, the caterers out there. Um, this is also National Escargot Day. Have you ever had escargot? I want to say yes, but I don't. Yeah, actually, I have on a cruise. You have? Okay. Yeah. So It's been a while. This is the, the celebrating the love for this for that French d delicacy. So... Uh, it's also National Scavenger Hunt Day, so outdoor learning, maybe going on a little scavenger hunt, something to think there about. And it's also National Wyoming Day. Okay. So that's, you know. Does celebrate. every state have a day? I, I think most do at some point, um, so I think so. Yeah. Uh, it's also uh, Bob Dylan's birthday. Okay. I was born on May 24th, 1941. Uh, do you know where he was born and raised? Minnesota. Minnesota. Okay, I think that's all. That's all our holidays. So happy holidays to you. Happy birthday to celebrate the life and legacy of Bob Dylan. Uh, and scavenger hunt, go on a scavenger hunt. And at the end of the scavenger hunt, you should end up at a Denny's for the endless <laughs> all-you-can-eat uh, breakfast. Uh, and if you have a chance, wrap some asparagus in it, and then thank your aviation mechanic. 
man, listen to Bob Dylan. A lot of stuff you can share with your 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 students or your staff or whatever to bring up some conversations, you know. <laughs> or it's a great idea to be like, hey, call an old friend, be like, hey, it's been a while. Like, do you want to go get some breakfast? Because it's National English Breakfast Day. Let's go. Let's go catch up. That's is Denny's sponsoring this episode? Because I feel like they should. They should, um, but no, Just they're saying. not. Denny's, if you're listening, you know, let me know. All right, good good news story. Now I have to be completely transparent here. When I picked this story, is because the picture is a little blurry because it was taken like later at night. So like the image of this animal looked to me like a shot of someone thinking it was the Loch Ness not monster, and that's why I click into it. But that's not what it is. I was, I was like, someone foot. finally got a decent picture of of Nessie, and that's not what happened. Uh, she's still hiding as she always has. Uh, but there was an otter spotted in, in the Detroit River, and they think it's the first one spotted in over 100 years. Oh, wow. Which is kind of cool. Now, to be fair, picture does kind of look like a Loch Ness Monster picture, so there's a chance that that's just someone's like thumb or a weird, <laughs> but, but it looks pretty much like an otter. They, they, did, they went through it. They, do, they did confirm it um, uh, after watching. the It was a grainy cell phone video, but they really did okay. confirm. The um, University of Windsor confirmed that it was a North American river otter. And the reaction from it was was really exciting is because it's been over a century since they spotted one. But these uh, river otters are very particular about the waters that they're in and are only in clean waters. So what they're looking at is that this is an indication that a lot of work that's been going into a, a lot of conservation efforts in mm -hmm. and around the D Detroit River is working. Nice. And the ecosystem there is growing and becoming cleaner. So it's a positive one. So that's something cool that you could take that with your students. You could explore otters, right? You can branch off to otters. You could branch off into the Detroit River and the history of that and, mm -hmm. and the pollution, how that affects the environment. Right. And then how are they, what are the efforts that they're doing to improve that and clean that up? What can we do in our local environments? So like, man, that's a connection to a local uh, state park or something like that. Yeah. It'd be really, really cool. So are you an otter fan? Sure. Yeah. When we go to cuddly we, guys. Yeah, we go to the zoo. The kids love the otters. The oh, Akron, sure. the Akron Zoo, which is a smaller zoo, but they do a really nice job. They've got an otter cave, and then you, there's a slide that goes through the water, and the kids love it. It's awesome. <laughs> That's you, awesome. Can, you can hit the. They have like buttons. We can hit the shower. Yeah. So it turns the shower on. And the otters going. Oh, it's, That's not. That's not true. They've never gone under that shower when I'm there. <laughs> I just sit there for hours, hidden in the shower, and like nothing yeah. happens. It's, I love otters. They're so adorable really just any animal that's swimming that you can see live i think it's pretty fun like we have like at the dallas we have these hippos and they never move so cool and they finally like were the last time we were there they were going crazy they were everywhere and that was so much fun to see or like penguins or any other animal that you can see dolphins penguins whales, penguins. You know. penguins are top of my list i have a video from when jonathan was like I don't know, four or five or something. Like that. And he's got a Batman like outfit on and he's running. Well, like, so there was like a, probably about a, I don't know, 20 foot, 20, 25 foot long where you were under the water, where you could view like the water underneath for the penguins. Mm -hmm. sure. And he's running back and forth. And this penguin is following him back and forth <laughs> the whole time. Now, should be told like penguin probably thought he had a fish because you can feed him there. Sure. But it was hilarious because it was a kid in a Batman uniform and the penguin was right. chasing him. <laughs> Everyone's just losing it laughing. It was adorable I'll have to find that. What's your what's your favorite animal, Josh? This just sparked a, a random question for me. A lion. Why? 
I just think they're like, do you like the male lions with the with the yeah, with stuff or female like... lions that actually do all the work? <laughs> Which sounds imagery... very similar to your household. Right. Oh! I think this is this uh... is very similar to what our dynamic is at home. Um no, I, I think growing up, like um it's funny that my mom always had lions in my room um as a small child. Um I just think they're just kind of majestic, strong looking animals. And yeah, um just the imagery of like leadership to that too, of I, I think it's always um been a connection for me i mean i have it tattooed on my arm i i have this large <laughs> lion um on my arm so um that and um orca whales i always were fascinated okay. with orca whales um wow. i have yeah. a lot of um artwork that i've done um over the years this. as a kid yeah oh, that's um cool. so yeah those are probably two that i can think of off the top of my head very yeah. very um strong leadership focus what's that say about me that it's penguins for me like that I like i'm afraid to, to say jeff <laughs> <laughs> are you do you like the water do you I like water. swimming mm -hmm. yeah, yeah i, I love know. water i've always loved penguins I, it actually comes from i think like oddly enough like i'm i've always been a big pittsburgh penguins hockey fan and then oh, there you go if you want to know what i just started like a penguins i went to youngstown state university which is the penguins um i just i just caught but I, I don't know when I started liking penguins, but I've always loved penguins, which is why I also why that video like with Jonathan was so cool because it's my yeah. favorite animal too. Um, but I'm not sure why. Like you had a very good answer for why. I'm not sure why I love penguins. I think I just I don't know. They're already all like always ready to either like serve hors d'oeuvres or go get the, the pull the car around. Um, <laughs> but at the same time, they can be like a maniacal like villain. Yeah, in a comic, like maybe that's why. I'm just thinking the ones in like Mary Poppins, you know. See, I went to the ones in, in Batman. What is it, Batman Returns or whatever? Where they're marching with the like the missiles yeah, on their back the missiles. <laughs> that's that's where my mind went. Maybe that's why I like them. Like I'm like, oh, they're a little army. It's great. I could have my little army of, of penguins. Where they were deadly we could in that destroy movie, Batman, sure. but then at the end we could just cuddle. <laughs> and I'd cuddle in, like you know, they keep the eggs like in their feet. Like yeah. I just cuddle in, be all warm. Like it'd be great. Maybe happy feet. Happy feet. Oh yeah, that's a it's a good one. So, Lori, <laughs> Lori said house dog. <laughs> so I think Lori thought that we were talking about what we wanted to be. We were talking about our favorite, but I think Lori's saying that she wants. She just wants. She's to be. she's got a plan. I, I'm that. good with that too. Um, sleep all day, get fed, and can run pretty fast. But you don't have to run because you can just sleep all day. Exactly. That's what I do. So, um, anyway, okay, that was interesting. Sorry, that was a weird turn that I took us on there um well that's how the conversation goes with you jeff you just never that know what is, you know up. it really is i feel like we, we've gone we, we talked about the conference we talked about podcasts we talked about um outdoor learning we've talked about art we talked about otters we've talked about lions and penguins and now house cats um it's, it's just she did she ran she ran to get a copy and came in at the wrong time and just thought we were talking about <laughs> that's okay Lori. like you it's hey. good like we can talk like so good question thank you Lori. Josh, if you now if you were if you were going to be an animal, would you choose to be a lion, or is there a different animal that you'd prefer to be? I'd probably be like a bird or something, right? So like I could fly around, and I think that would be pretty fun. Interesting. What, yeah. So you would be a bird, like Zazu, like so then you could like serve a lion. <laughs> that would that would make sense, wouldn't it? <laughs> <laughs> that makes sense. I, I right? don't know about a specific, but like a hawk or something, you know, it's oh, okay. like a little bit bigger, but. Uh, you need you that. Know, can... Pray. So I'm sensing a little bit. I think there might be something. 
someone about why you need these. these there's, a, there's a psychoanalysis here. I there's know. something going on here. Yeah. Overcompensation, maybe? I don't know. Who knows? Anyway, who knows? I, was, I think a hawk, though. Yeah, hawk or an eagle. I love you too, brother. Appreciate that. <laughs> um, it's, I think I'd rather be a dog too, because like dogs get treated better than kids sometimes. So I think I'd rather be a dog. Hey, some of them are walk around in carriages and they got clothes. I mean, oh, yeah, I would. I want. I'd want to be a little dog, like a dog that like someone like puts me in a like. I'd want to be like Paris Hilton's dog. Like, put me in your purse, feed me, owe me the best water in the world. Like just, just, and I'm just pampered. I get, you know. I probably have my own salary and assistant. I probably have a coffee probably assistant. assistant. Probably yeah. have a coffee assistant. Right. I mean, it's like a kibble and bits. I would be kibble and bits. What's the expensive stuff? Is it expensive stuff? No idea. My dogs us, are getting us kibble peons and bits. Don't know. They get exactly they get stuff. Yeah. All right. We have completely gone off the rails <laughs> here. Um, and what was actually a very, I think, great conversation the whole time. Lori has completely derailed for us this morning. Uh, so if you have any complaints about where we currently are in daily drop and you can send those to Lori and she will be receiving all of that. Uh, no, it's not true. We appreciate you, Lori. I uh, appreciate you all watching and being here. Uh, Josh, any, um, any last minute words of wisdom to share with those educators that still have either days left with students or just days left in the office, days left in, in, in their schools in one way or another that aren't out yet on summer break that they should, um, they should take with them to finish out whether they have one day left or another week or two. I know we have some friends up in our in the Great White North who have mm-hmm. still have about a month left. A lot, a lot of folks. So, what would you say to those folks that aren't quite out yet that still are are just in their school year? I know I talked to someone yesterday down in North Carolina, like their school is just getting in testing this week. I know because they've got a little bit of stuff. Yeah, thoughts to all those folks. Well, for sure. So I think the topic is right on hand. I mean, get outside. I mean, have some fun. You know, do some exploration and um, obviously you want to connect it to the material that you're teaching. But at the same time, I think, you know, with the little bit of time left, I mean, try and make it as useful as possible. But in a tough year, I think you should be allowed to explore and have a little little grace, a little fun um, in spots. So um, I think that's the the thing is like there's a little component of mental health there, you know, for everyone, not only for the teachers, but for the students, too. You know, they're the ones that are having to go through the state testing and. Um, I mean, as we all know, that's, that's not a fun process. You know, my, my kids at home, you know, every day that they had to do state testing, they come home and they were just wrecked just mentally and physically. And it was because they were sitting there for, you know, five, six hours waiting mm-hmm. for everyone to be done testing. And then, um, then they had to go into class and learn material right after that. So, you know, yeah. just being mindful of what's still to be done with the school year, but, you know, having an opportunity for kids to, to have a little bit of fun around the the state testing and um i know things are kind of tailored down so like you know teachers you know want to just like maybe throw on a movie or you know do some games and that's fine like within its own context like you Mm -hmm. know but at the same time similar to what that guy you were talking about like he was on the end of his career and he's trying to like find new lessons and because he was kind of forced to you know trying to do the same thing with the last couple of weeks of school, you know, maybe there's a lesson that you've heard about, or you saw on social media that you want to try sometime, but you never had an opportunity. Well, this might be a great time to do that. You know, yeah. try and try and explore, you know, new techniques, new strategies, new games, you know, using it as kind of a, um, a testing time for yourself, you know, as a teacher, you know, yeah. uh, stretch yourself a little bit, but have the opportunity to, to fail on that. 
and it's not it's not high stakes, you know? Yeah, because right, testing's to probably done, observations yeah. are done. Now's a great chance to, to try some stuff, have exactly. some fun, right? Yeah. yeah. So I if you've it. never done an outdoor, you know, lesson before, what better time, right? The weather's getting a little bit nicer, especially up north. Um, obviously, it was a little bit colder in Minnesota. I, I, my mom was, was like, like 40s, like but... A day or two days ago, I saw our, our friend Darren Pepper shared he was at, back home in Wyoming, and it was snowing. Yeah, so, like, obviously, that's probably not the best time, but... Yeah, it's getting things. a little bit warmer <laughs> you can get out and enjoy the weather um but yeah i think right now is a perfect time to to try new things and and not feel the pressure um to be perfect within that lesson Love but it. it might be something that you you find out is really successful and that you can implement the following school year i love it you heard it josh appreciate you jumping on brother have a good day at school as you wrap Thank up you. your year uh, and as you get your day going, uh, thanks for dropping in and watching us. Thanks for listening. If you're listening later on the podcast, make sure you subscribe and leave a, a rating review. Really appreciate that. Appreciate you being here. We'll be back tomorrow morning, same time, 7 a.m. Eastern time for another daily drop. And appreciate you. And if you need anything at all, as always, just reach out and let us know. Have a good one, guys.